Watching movies can take a while And they often go out of style But there's Megan and Ben To tell you what to watch with a smile So I'm married I'm married a cinephile And we're rolling! Hi guys, I'm Ben Farmer and I am a cinephile. I'm Megan Carver and I'm a cine newbie. We watch all kinds of movies, new and old. And we let you know if you should watch them too. Welcome back to another episode of season five of So I Married a Cinephile. Megan, Yay! how are you? I'm good. You're sporting a New York City shirt. I am. You can't read it though because it's backwards <laughs> if you're watching on Patreon, but I'm wearing it. I'm really good. I'm so stoked to be back in the city. Me too. We had to close the windows because there was a gal belting her fucking throat out as she's, I'm assuming she's practicing for some audition because it was let it go from Frozen so. and a new life from Jekyll and Hyde. So that's the whole time it's like, it's yeah! been it's been those two songs on rotate for the last two nights. So I really hope she's <laughs> rehearsing or practicing for an audition because if she's not hey. she has two songs that she really loves well that's new york baby how are you doing <laughs> i'm doing well i love being back in the city too uh for our viewers and listeners this is our first official episode back in new york city. in our apartment yes everyone on zoom and everyone on today's podcast is in the same state that which has not happened. Up to I this don't point. think that's happened, <laughs> which is great. That's awesome. Um, we have, uh, yeah, it's it's great to be surrounded by artists literally on every floor of yes. our building. We have singers, we have people cooking up weird stuff, and it's permeating the hallways. We have uh, fish, muy pescado, muy pescado. Fish <laughs> has been the <laughs> the smell of the, the last permeating two weeks, but uh, it's all good. Atmosphere. Yeah, yeah, very excited to be back in New York. Super excited about today's guests. Oh my god, holy crap. Shall we? Uh, oh my we god. Well, first of all, let's say hi to our producer, Molly. Yeah, Molly. Hi, girl. How you doing? Hey, I'm okay. Um, happy to be back. We haven't mm. recorded in a while because yes. of the move. And <laughs> right. Um, there was an episode where I was also not here. We missed you so much. We did. There was so much happening in that podcast, though. I believe it. I believe it. So I was I was gone to streamline it with six guests. That was <laughs> that was. I, but so I'm here. We're back. Our first episode dropped today. Yes, yeah! it did. So it's like we had a baby today. <laughs> <laughs> For someone who's never going to have a baby. Same. All of this work, yeah, over the last three Same. months culminated in today's uh, release of our first episode yeah. of season five. So congrats. Yeah. And, uh, and to celebrate that, we have some pretty amazing guests that are on today. Yes, we do. I'm going to go and introduce them. She is an actress and director. He is a writer and director. Together, they co-founded Alight Films, a commercial and narrative production studio based right here in New York. You can find them at www.alightfilms.work and on Instagram at underscore alight films please welcome mia allen and chris edichico welcome guys yay welcome thanks guys welcome guys how are y'all doing so stoked to be here yes my friends it's it's kind of (laughs) snowing a lot outside still so you know we're getting used to that <laughs> Today it snowed for like two hours, like really heavy, really heavy, and, and then, then it just on stopped. a dime it stopped, and then it turned into literal slush. I was walking past the window, it was snowing, sky. and I went to the bathroom, and when I came out, 
it stopped. It was like, how long was I in there? I don't think I was in there for that long, but uh, <laughs> at any rate. And the weather was different. It's it been a crazy. <laughs> it's been a little nut. We know that this, this movie suggestion came from y'all's. I'm so, <laughs> so thrilled to get into this, I but I just, before we do, I want, I'm curious why did you pick this for people who don't know? Maybe I don't think anyone knows. Not <laughs> 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 even his parents know. Yeah, that was an interesting so, conversation to have. They were you brought that up, and they both looked at me like I have no idea what his favorite movie what's is. What's his favorite movie? Oh, really? <laughs> oh, this is your favorite movie. That's exciting. Yes. Yeah, this goes way back to being eleven years old, and it basically just it started a fire. It just started to fire underneath me. And that was it. I had to go surfing. I had to jump out of an airplane. I didn't rock any bags. Simultaneously. <laughs> but I had to do everything else. And of course, you know, try and memorize as much of the movie as possible so I could talk to myself <laughs> while surfing. And the movie is? Well, that's what I was going to say. Speaking of a bunch of crazy things that you feel inspired to do, by watching other people doing them. We, we watched, watched Point, Point Break. Break. Is it Point with an E or is there no E? There's no, no e. e. No E. No. Is that the French one? Point Break? That's Point de Black here. That's the ballet. That's the ballet version. You Point Break, Ziffert. A big robbing, skydiving, <laughs> zen. Your feet are not sexy Zeta. enough. <laughs> <laughs> and I should say this is the original 1991 Point Break. Well, Chris, we didn't get around to watching the remake, which I kind of feel badly about, but I don't no, really want to watch the remake. I assume don't you've seen bad. it. Yeah. Listen, I paid to go see that, and I wish I could get my money back. <laughs> I also wish I could I could talk to somebody to have that director put in jail because I mean, <laughs> it was just wow. that rough. It, it was that rough. It, I went onto Wikipedia just to look at like the cast and the names of the characters in the remake. And I'm like, just by looking at everyone's name, I'm like, what the fuck is this movie? <laughs> like even, what even after happened? watching Point Break, the original, I was like, I was judging <laughs> the remake. Like what, what is this? Yeah. As if the 1991 version did not make <laughs> that me say that enough. Oh, oh, I wow. cannot wait. I'm so excited. 1991's Point Break directed. So I didn't know this when directed by Catherine Bigelow. I had no idea she directed this movie. That blew my mind when her name came on the ben screen. I screamed. Screamed. It's like <laughs> real loud. I was like, what? Ben, have, ben have you seen this movie? I have. I, so this was one of those movies and maybe we're getting a little bit ahead of ourselves, but I have not seen it all the way through. Okay. This was a movie I saw in fragments because my older brother had it on a lot, but I wasn't allowed to watch that all of it. He'd sneak me in for sense. like five minutes and then he like pushed me out of the room. He's like, all right, that's enough. That's not smart. That's so. a smart older brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good brothering right there. Uh, the, plot, the plot okay. breakdown per uh, IMDb for 1991's Point Break is super brief. An FBI agent goes undercover to catch a gang of surfers who may be bank robbers. Yep. Yeah, yeah, pretty straightforward. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I normally I always have beef with the wiki with the IMDb plot breakdown, but that is I am one hundred percent on board. You're with that. totally okay with I that. would say that they switched the the that's wrong. He goes after bank robbers that he thinks are surfers, right? Like I think that might be well, more true. Yes. Yeah. It's yeah. Gary, Gary Busey knows 
already he's like his, his whole thing is so smart i think it's a freaking yes and is this situation. one of the movies where gary Busey's the smartest man in the room no. <laughs> listen gary Busey probably should have won an oscar for <laughs> him and his freaking his he's cartoon him like laughing his ass off over kathy while there's a bank robbery going on <laughs> which we'll get into because megan uh, I, I think that would be a really good hot take which actually didn't come to fruition but no, breaking down I the did. casting crew we have uh Patrick Swayze, we have Keanu Reeves, Gary Busey, yeah, Lori Petty, who I just loved seeing in this movie. Mm-hmm. We just talked a whole lot about John C. McGinley, who plays uh, the head FBI agent who's in charge of like the, the yeah. robbery. He was a whisper away from who he was on Scrubs. <laughs> he's he's he was Dr. Like, Cox in a lot of his roles. He sneezed and Dr. Dr. Cox would have just started talking. <laughs> exactly. Like, we even have an appearance by Anthony Kiedis, the lead singer of the Red Hot Chili Peppers <laughs> in this what? movie, who's just here. He's, he's here. I was like, oh, it's fucking... Look at Anthony Kiedis. Look at that. That's that's cool. I don't know why he's here, but cool. Oh, like, God. oh, super. This movie just bled California. Like it was just yeah. Oh, it was crazy. Um. So that is the plot breakdown per IMDb. That's our casting crew. First impressions. First we, impressions. Well, first impressions. But we should actually get into plot in sixty. Our plot in sixty seconds, oh, which is yes. so dear to me, especially after listening to today's podcast. So. I don't know if you guys saw the specifics in the email, but we hold this specifically for our guests. Plot in 60 seconds. You need to break down the plot of Point Break in 60 seconds or less. If you guys want to tag team every 15 seconds, split it up 30-30. If one one of you wants to take it on. However you want to do it, but we need the full plot of the movie in 60 seconds. The full plot? Oh, man. Yeah. All right. As much as you can get in. And I'm timing, so just whenever you want to go. Okay, okay, so, uh, uh, Johnny Utah, quarterback, awesome, law student, moves to California to be an FBI agent. He walks in thinking he's hot shit, floored right away by how hardcore the FBI is, and is blown, his mind is blown by the, this bank robbery that has been happening over four years, but only in the summertime. And he comes to meet his partner, Gary Busey, and Chris is going to take it from here. Oh, we're going to take it from there, right. Then Gary Busey lays it out that, hey man, this is what's going on. These guys are surfers. They're surfers. So then uh, he breaks it, and then Johnny Utah's like, all right, we got to go get these guys, right? And he says, okay, we got to surf. We got to surf. We got to surf. We got to meet Lori Petty. And then we meet Patrick Swayze. I skip a little bit, but okay, go, to you. Master. How do you? Oh, yeah. and then he learns to surf, and he meets all the guys, and then he figures it out, and it's awesome. And a few bad robberies, and they keep going. They they get the bad guys, that and then no wait, you didn't see that. <laughs> That's it. That's sixty seconds, folks. Hey man, I hey, might guys. have even given you your time. You were like, she was like ten seconds. So I, I, know. I was trying to get this in happens. in the last yes. four seconds. Yes, this happens every time. You think you have so like, much. Oh my god, it's sixty seconds. And then it's all fine. of a sudden, you have ten seconds left, and you haven't even hit Act Two. That's my favorite part. That's when <laughs> the room explodes. That's when all of a sudden you can hear the walls. Like uh, everything loses meaning. Are you guys wearing time. Fitbits? Because I want to know what your heart rate is right now. Because mine is like mine's over 60 yeah got sweaty for you love it (laughs) so much Uh, that's plot in 60 heart rate is never over 60 (laughs) ever he's just like cool as a cucumber yep yeah 
leave That's a comment if you understood that plot in 60 seconds. And <laughs> yeah. Rate us five stars. I don't know if anyone could break down the plot at point 10. break. I don't know if you uh, could break down this plot in 60 seconds. I've, That's almost not fair. It's, it's not. pretty rich. It's pretty. It is. It is. It's dense. It is a stew. It, it, it is. is a, it's a, like if mm. you made banana bread and you accidentally put in an extra stick of butter. Like it is. <laughs> it is. Dense. Delicious. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's a lot to really it. So I, I guess you could have just said that, like, Gary Busey is the hero. No. <laughs> 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 That sounds like a hot take too. <laughs> we'll get to that. Um, uh, yeah, but now we've got first impressions. So this is just to kind of like go over your first experience with the movie. So yeah. like for me, just to give an example, this was my first experience, first viewing. I had no idea what this was about. I actually, I think I <laughs> saw the video cassette, the VHS at Hollywood video. And I remember thinking, oh, it's about like a point, like, like a point, a rock or something. And these guys fight on the rock. I think that was my first uh, impression. So There's this... a little bit that Chris can explain about that. About, about the point break? Point break. Oh, the title. Oh, what it actually is. Right. So point break is technically in surf terms. It's actually like the end of a point could be around a cliff, around a bend. And usually waves form that wrap around that. And they'll come straight down off the cliff, like towards the beach. Uh, and they always form in the exact same spot. And that's a point break. So that's how you can always plan. Like, this is how I know these, this is where the waves are going to be coming from. This is like yep. what I can plan for. <laughs> yep. yep. Interesting. Like if a storm of the century were to happen in Australia <laughs> Every and I knew hundred foot waves were coming, I would know where the hundred foot waves were coming from. <laughs> Not a good idea, but. Oh, <laughs> Oh, you're gonna say something. I was just gonna say, but only if Australia is actually in Oregon. Oh, yeah. Right. Right. And not, and not yes. Ecola State Park on Cannon Beach. With the best Australian accents I think I've heard in my entire <laughs> yeah. life. Did every hey, Oregonian doing, every Oregonian yeah. in the Zoom room right now recognize that immediately and immediately. go, Is that Oregon? Oh, oh. I remember thinking, I was like, wow, Australia looks a lot like Oregon. I'm like, <laughs> they're at the beach. It's raining like shit. That cliff the water's freezing. I'm like, of course breeze. they're in Oregon. Yeah. <laughs> trees like this? Just <laughs> on a cliff? Like those yeah. trees. Those yeah. trees. I'm pretty yeah. sure Are you're right there. Your background is from Point Break. Turn around. Do you not know that? Bully's <laughs> behind you. You need to arrest him. <laughs> oh, Jesus but Christ. I was, yeah, this was my first viewing, and I was, I was, you guys, I was mad. I was mad for a good two hours. I remember going to bed mad. I like, texted Mia saying, I think this movie broke my wife's brain. I, I, <laughs> I just, I will start out by saying I was mad and normally I get frustrated at movies or like disappointed or like, I, but not always, I'm not a pessimist. Like I thoroughly enjoy stuff too, but this one just, uh, I, I thought I knew what was happening. And then all of a sudden the movie just broke and I didn't know where I was or whose pants I was wearing. I don't know if this is in defense of you or not, but when we... <laughs> When we watched the movie Face Off, Megan thought it was going to be a hockey movie. I did. I thought it was about hockey. <laughs> and not John Travolta and Nicolas Cage actually trading faces and personalities. So imagine imagine what poor Megan felt like when they're taking each other's faces off and she's like, oh, there's no hockey in this No. Movie. I was like, oh, they actually take, oh, the face is off. Oh, the, oh okay. It, very literal. Yes. Ben, yes. what about your first impression? Um, again, this was a movie that was 
on constantly in my brother's bedroom because he had like a TV VCR combo, which was the coolest thing in the early nineties. So, you know, I was seven, eight years old. He had this movie on VHS that I wasn't really allowed to watch, but it looked like a lot of fun. And I remember looking at the cover. I'm like, oh, surfing. Cool. That looks like fun. And he's like, no, you can't watch this. But he'd let me watch like five minutes of it. And then like, like the sex scene or something would be coming up. They'd be like, all right, get out of here. Get out of here. Then he'd like watch it by himself. Which is kind of weird now that no, I think about so. it. But it was one of those movies that I saw in like five minute segments Chunks. growing up. So I never saw it from start to finish. I am a changed person because of Point Break. Uh, and I don't know if that's for better or worse, but we're going to get into it. So yeah. that is my that's my experience with uh, with Point Break. Mia, what about you? Uh, you know, I'm, I really want to know why Megan's so upset. <laughs> that's just... Hilarious. We'll get, in, we'll get into it. <laughs> okay. But when uh, was so I was looking forward to unpacking that. Um, <laughs> as I mentioned, this is my future husband's absolute favorite movie, and he required me to watch it like was pretty a, much immediately. There was a multiple choice test afterwards to ensure that, you know, she was right for me. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could say he's lying. He's not. Okay. Just to make sure so, she was paying attention. We're going to, we're going to, Take that test, yeah. In in the Patreon after video, that into a type form or a jot form. You can send 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 that to us, yeah, yeah. A Google form. We'll send it out to our Patreon subscribers. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Well, I fully expected it to be like super dumb jock movie Mm -hmm. and really awful. Um, And maybe you still think that it is, but I felt like it was actually kind of awesome. I do like it. I actually really like this movie. I love Patrick Swayze's character. I like what it represents, that he is like the antithesis of conforming to society's ways and like giving yourself to, to he's like, he's your, he's the best anti-hero there is really. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it kind of helped me to understand who I was uh, going to be <laughs> spending my life with, considering it affected it affected him so significantly um, as he carried his life himself through the world. Uh, so yeah, I also loved that. Um, what's her name? Uh, Lauren Petty. Lori Petty. Lori Petty. Mm-hmm. Um, I just loved how like non-traditionally beautiful she is. I, I totally agree women with that. in like mainstream roles that are not just especially a California one who aren't yeah. just yes. like, boobs and tons of makeup and blonde and whatever, mm-hmm. you know, like she was ripped. Like that that oh, scene yeah. where she's laying on her stomach next to him in bed and like yeah. her her oh. back muscles, I was like Pfft. Jesus. I don't know if you got to look at those booty. like surfer buns, but like surfer booties are so. It's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, I was, I was, I'm on board with it. I'm not. I liked, I also, you know, it pissed me off at the end that you didn't get the bad guy, but I also really liked that he, that he you know, sorry, am I giving too much away? No, no you're fine. No. This movie is 30 I was like, years is, old. But did they not? Yeah. That's <laughs> they the thing is, is that spoilers are, it's okay to do spoilers because typically, unless it's like a brand, brand new thing, like for example, we did a trial run with Wonder Woman 84 and we we're like, ah, we probably shouldn't spoil this one. But mm-hmm. for this, I think it's okay if we do spoilers. Totally fine. Spoiler alert. I already did it. <laughs> and Chris, I am 
uh, I'm a little bit scared to ask to do the deep dive history of you in this movie, but can you give us the cliff notes executive bullet points of your history at point break? Yeah, so the executive bullet points. Uh, well, first time I saw the movie was like 1991 or 92. Wow. Uh, it wasn't in theaters. It was on TV at that point. So it might have been like 90. But I saw it on Channel 11 with commercials. And the first time I saw it, I was so blown away by what I just, what my like 11 year old mind had just seen. That it, it, like I said earlier, it changed my life. My life's path. It was like, this is what you need to do, Chris. You need to get in the ocean and surf, man. And then do all this other crazy shit. Jump out of plane or whatever. Don't rob banks because your mom won't agree with that choice. But, <laughs> but everything else, do it. She and, agreed with all of the other choices. Wait, did you get the Nixon mask? I actually had a Halloween mask. It wasn't Nixon. I had I had the uh, the LBJ mask. One oh, my oh, my God. Lord. I was wondering if you I wish I had a picture like for Halloween. Oh, that's amazing! Oh, the so, deep cut president. That's like yes. <laughs> actually went on to like make surfing a really big part of his life. I don't know if you guys knew that, but I no, that. I didn't know that. Yep, no. yep. Yeah, yeah, I blame Point Break for it, but yeah, I was a I was I was a amateur surfer. I had sponsorships. And you know, I was traveling. I surfed a lot of the places they surf in the movie, actually, just really? for the nostalgia factor of it all. But um, and you know, uh, I know we're doing the fun fact thing later, but this a lot of the stuntmen in the movie I I've met, I've surfed with, I know. Oh, that's so, so cool. It's pretty cool. It's wow. and then you know, I mean cool for me. <laughs> it's cool for us too. That's so cool. That's uh, that's the thing that's like I think I've watched enough like and th- not to say the point break is a bad movie because I don't think it is but I've watched enough horrible movies you know like the room or birdemic or things like that that it's like for anybody to have any movie come together and after having like written and produced my own short film it's a it's a feat in and of itself. it's a miracle yeah truly like anybody that is involved in anything that is above like horrible like camcorder in your backyard as a kid it takes a lot of fucking work to yeah. do so it is commendable like to know that that that's a part of your journey and that that happened that's so cool no, I didn't yeah know that. that's amazing <laughs> molly what about you is this your first time seeing point break this is my very first time seeing point break i don't remember even like watching clips of it or anything and i was telling my brother that we were recording point blank tonight and he set point break point, point blank. blank not gross point blank right <laughs> point break tonight and he was like oh my god i love that movie i can't tell you how many times i've watched it did i tell you that i wrote a musical about it a jukebox musical yeah and i was just like it what excuse me like uh, I had yeah. no idea. And I was like, how, how is that possible that you've yeah. watched this a million times? He texted me and he's like, it. I have a draft of a musical that. on my final draft account that has never seen the light of day. And I was like, all right, well, now you, you need, need to, to send it to me. Send it so, to us right now so we can finish it and bring it to life, make please. It happen. I mean, like, Showgirls yeah. the musical is a thing. That's a real sure. thing. Yep. And it happened. Yep. So Wait, why not break? Yeah. Oh, you yeah. could go to Spotify and look up. Showgirls the musical 
there is a song called we're having sex in the water or some or fucking in the water i think there's an actual song it's like you paid 20 bucks this is what you're here for i think my brain just broke after hearing that because i know we're not doing that movie tonight but i've watched that movie too many times too many times you should go back and listen to that episode because we did that with our friend jason satterland and it broke his brain yeah jason was was quite uncomfortable he was it was yeah yeah that was a great episode it's a great episode in season four you guys should yes but uh so now let's head on into some q and bay And so for this is just like kind of a round table discussion. Like, what did you think of this? What did you think of that? So I'm curious. I feel like there were two different plots happening, but it's like, it's not that they were happening at the same time. It's that one plot was happening and then someone had an idea two thirds of the way through the movie and was like, let's actually do a different plot. And it changed <laughs> and it took a hard left to this really dark place did anybody else feel that or did it feel seamless to you guys that it's like, no, that's the natural progression of diving out of airplanes and having corpses flying through the air. So are we talking about like Keanu Reeves and Patrick Swayze's love story? Or... Well, we could, we <laughs> could be. I mean, that's a good place to start. Yeah. But, I'm sorry. The Johnny Utah and Bodie love story. I Thank right. You. <laughs> also you. why why does everyone why do all the surfer bad guys in this movie have like boston names isn't it like bodie and roach and weems and squibble <laughs> and i'm like why are these guys named after everyone in goodwill hunting <laughs> it was just i didn't really notice well. that they're like bad college frat yeah, names. they should be like smoking parliaments and like Talking like just yelling Duncan. at each other and yeah. like you know slapping each other in the nuts cut yeah. your nails for god's sake you right know, that's uh, like whenever i heard these nicknames i'm like you guys sound like you don't sound like you're from boston but your nicknames make it sound like you I, should be in boston i think for me the hard left was when we got to hey we actually kidnapped your girlfriend and he's gonna mutilate her <laughs> If you don't oh, do what yeah. I say, I think that's where the hard left happened for me. Cause it was like all of a sudden it's like, Oh yeah, well it's dangerous. Well, I don't know. We got to catch. He's like, Hey, I've taken your girlfriend hostage and he will murder her straight up, kill her in front of you. If you don't do what we say. And it was like, Oh, I guess. Wow. Here we go. Okay. Settle that's in, his folks. ex-girlfriend too, right? Like, well, yeah. yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty, you guys have gotten a history there. I was like, that's where's what you're your, to. where's your code now? You know, yeah. like, right. I'm not sure. There. I was Everything. like, why is he so cool about this? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, that's why. I and also too, I love that. He's like, that's why I hired this guy. Cause he doesn't give a fuck. He'll kill anything. <laughs> Me, I won't like, I won't step on an ant or whatever. And I was like, <laughs> You're gonna let your ex-girlfriend get freaking mutilated, but he's my he's He's my brother, man. He will be my best man at my wedding. I love him. Rosie. Rosie. Rosie, the killer. That's the name of my guitar. That's not okay. That was the guy from Wayne's World, right? Yeah, change. I can't remember. I know. I think he was the cameraman in Wayne's World. Yeah, he was the I love you guy from Wayne's World. And (laughs) I'm like, every time he came on screen, you know, I'm like, I love you, man. And then he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm like, it's the I love you guy from he went to AMDA. He went to he went to my he went to my conservatory. Money well spent. (laughs) Money very well spent. (laughs) So 
I felt like the plot kind of broke and went in a very hard direction. But. Uh, yeah, it did. I, I also had a, a question for you guys. What, <laughs> for the room. Counter Reeves is kind of like along for the ride all of a sudden. Like he, there's a point oh, in the yeah. movie, no pun intended, but there is a point break in the movie where he just, he kind of just takes like a hard left to being cool with being a criminal with I these feel guys. Like he all of a sudden is like, well, I have no choice. Like, this is what I, I have I, to I do. I'm in deep. I, I can't get out now. And so <laughs> there's like this whole bank robbery scene and he chases after Swayze, spoilers. He chases after Ronald Reagan and they like lock eyes from what? A hundred yards away. Yes. But they clearly like see each other. They know who the other person and is. And then like the next day they're all going skydiving. And they're all pretending. But they're like all pretending like nothing happened. But I'm like, wait a minute. Swayze definitely saw Reeves, but Reeves I is just like playing. They definitely know. Like Swayze yeah. definitely knew that it was Johnny Utah that was the FBI agent. And that was part of his plan. Because right. he won't Parker. even wear a fucking hat and sunglasses. Excuse me. Sorry. Anyway. Yeah, that would have been smart, right? Because I mean, the whole point of that that that, that middle section where they raid the house. Uh, spoiler, yeah. Spoiler of the wrong people. Right. And he's and Gary Busey tells him, "Hey, man, stay by the right. window because I don't want your cover to get blown." But then we're gonna go sit in front of this bank, and if they do show up now, it doesn't really matter. No. And they have no backup either. No, I'm like, why none. are they not? No like, backup. He said that a lot. Where's the backup? Fr- yeah. Duh. No, seriously, though. Um. Well, yeah. That was. That, I'm with you. That's a frustrating section. And I. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think your question, I mean, the answer is yes, there is this like love story between yeah. Johnny and Bodie. Right. Yeah. I noticed that there is, it's, it's like, it's bordering. It's just on the cusp of like buddy love and going into something just a, a bit more, right. We're not, and it may be like romantic. I don't know about sexual, but it's definitely like bordering onto like Samwise GMG and Frodo level. Like we're yeah. starting to oh, get yeah. into that. Yeah. So much. We're like, starting to, sure. to look at that and like whisper at it and be like, "Are we there yet?" Yeah, it's, but, like, I don't know. it's like moist and sinewy too. It's sinewy, yeah, because no, it's like surfers and tans for and dirty beach. dancing. That is not here. No, I told me. Oh, like, I'm, I think dancing, it is. Yeah, dirty the most dancing. Moist movie gets the most moist award. <laughs> this movie is close because it has to do with like the California surfer right. lifestyle. But I totally agree that this love story between Johnny and Bodie is. I did want to ask Chris, actually, now that I know that you are a surfer uh, dude, as it were, bra. um, (laughs) I was going to ask, do you feel that this was actually a fair representation of what the surfing community is like in terms of at one moment you're playing football by the campfire and the next moment you're pulling switchblades out in the middle of the water? Is that what it's like, or is that not accurate? Uh, no, I'm I, I'm gonna say yeah. <laughs> it depends a lot on where you are. So there's there's literally like you know. So in the movie, he goes to Lago, whatever they call it, I forget, cause that's not the actual name, but uh, you know he that's where he runs into the other gang, right? Uh, and he gets punched in the face, and then there's the whole brawl afterwards. Right. So in real life. That would happen. So you show up at at different surf breaks and there's like a weird, people think they own the ocean. There's like a hierarchy. And it's like, if you show up and are kind of disrespectful or 
uh, just not nice for stealing waves is a huge one. People have gotten into yeah. fights in parking lots. <laughs> Uh, I'm pretty sure there's going to be another one coming right after it. Like, I don't know why. (laughs) It's it's very strange because like, okay, so I just wanted to insert a little bit to your uh, dueling plot points uh, that you were mentioning. Plot break. That that, um, what I've learned from, because I've been surfing a couple of times and I'm not a surfer yet <laughs> at all yet no one yet um, way. did not pick it's up it's pick happening. up on it as fast as mr utah but that's right that's right you just you didn't you didn't absorb you enough didn't of pop the movie up to, quick enough you know. well, <laughs> anyway so so um surfing uh, the whole bit in the beginning like when when they're talking about surfing being a spirituality, like being a, a kind of a religion, mm. that's what I've learned from Chris is that mm. it's you find a spiritual sense of yourself when you become one with the ocean, that whole night scene when they're out there and they're feeling the waves, you know, that's mm. kind of, I think, when Johnny Utah's mind sort of clicks into understanding what that is mm. and I develops see. the admiration the deep admiration for Bodhi um on the level of like wow you're really you get something that I don't get uh about this whole life thing and um basically uh abandons in 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 maybe in just a light way in the beginning but towards the end you'll see like he eventually abandons his doctrine of being like the guy and and you know, living more from from a place of um, intrinsic value and yeah. and understanding what that is. Mm-hmm. So, um, I guess like maybe you do have to kind of have that like little insider understanding of it, but that's that's what it is, and that's I think that's why like people get so so um, territorial about oh, it as well. I see. But it is weird, right? Because you're like you know surfer culture is so chill and so cool and then you find these guys these people out there who are like gonna rip your fucking head off <laughs> if you get in their way wow it's scary. <laughs> but you'll, you get to meet anthony kiedis though so that would be cool you, you get to meet anthony kiedis. who knows who you'll meet if you crash uh, somebody's <laughs> you server territory get out there yeah. if you just get out there that's right yep. what did you guys think about I, I know we talked a little bit about Lori petty in this movie but the relationship between her and Johnny and specifically I, I, I look at Lori Petty as she is physically in this movie, uh, her haircut, the way, the, the, the way she uh, is, is built physically. Mm. And to me, Keanu Reeves has a lot of sort of feminish looking features. Mm. It was really interesting to see the two of them like develop this romance and be side by side because I, I feel like they they switched roles in a way because Lori Betty's mm-hmm. character is so self-assured. She's like, she is who she oh. is. She's, she talks back. She's in your face. She's like in, into surfing clearly. And she basically tells him to go fuck himself when he asks to like, learn, right. which is probably my second favorite monologue that we have found on this show where he gives the monologue about his. Oh, that's parents. right. Uh, <laughs> 
I think I, I held on to both sides that of was... my head as he's delivering this monologue. And I, the thing I, is, th- is there's that a part of me that's like a bad monologue. It's, it's the way to, that it was delivered. I think it was probably delivery. Keanu Reeves was 25 when he made this movie. So yeah, like, he's not as good he's... an actor as he is now. So it's fine. But um, anyway, long story short, what did you guys think of their relationship and how they sort of matched up with each other? That's an interesting point. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. Just features wise, I thought it was interesting. I'm with I mean, you. It feels wise, awkward. Yeah, it felt yeah. awkward. To it me. could have been like brother and sister look wise. So. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're right. <laughs> it's I, true. I'm going to a Greek tragedy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. yeah. I think, I mean, I would agree with that. I think that there's like, because she definitely has this front, like, you know, keep the fuck away from me. Yeah. And it takes quite a bit for her to let you in. Uh, and then he, on the other hand, is very much just like, even from the beginning, he's buddy, buddy and kind of joking around with everybody. He's like, I love this doing it. Fuck you scrubs guy. Like he's just, you know, he's being a goofball. And yeah. I think that they kind of lend that to each other. Like she comes, becomes a bit more soft and a little bit more open throughout the movie. And then he in turn kind of has to toughen up and be a little bit more assertive and especially in certain situations. Yeah. So I, I totally agree with that. And I think she's, she's a really strong character until like the movie. Yeah. Hi rocket. The movie does take that, that weird turn and like, Oh, by the way, she's kidnapped and we're going to cut her throat. If you don't skydive with us. Um, <laughs> but there's, she was so self-assured because she's the one who teaches him how to surf. Like she brings him into this world, like, uh, like from a lie, <laughs> but still like she teaches, she teaches him. Yes. Like usually it's the other way around. Where, like, I could not stop thinking of, I love you, man. When, uh, Paul Rudd. No, is, it's uh, forgetting Sarah Marshall. Oh, forgetting Sarah Marshall. Where sorry. Rudd's where the... Paul Rudd is teaching him how to, how to surf. And she's doing the same thing. And she's like, you got to pop up faster. You can't just lay there. You have to pop up. And I'll, all I could think of was Paul Rudd being like, "You got all right, pop, get back down. All right. No, pop. No, that's don't, not don't fast do enough. Anything. Just, just don't do down. anything. Do now. Now you're just boogie boarding. <laughs> that's all I could think, think of. Yeah. It made me so happy. I love that. That's me um, and Chris at the beach on a regular day. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so Chris is Lori Petty and you're. Can't read. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 I usually wear like a sports bra and like right. little spank shorts to kind of, you know, paint the picture for everyone. That's good. <laughs> no, I'm here for that. What? So I guess I'd, another question I had for you guys was if someone throws a dog at you, what do you do? Oh my God. <laughs> someone one. throws you, you, you're running through someone's house. You turn a corner, someone throws a dog in your face. Someone throws a pit bull in your face. What do you do? That was literally. Do you kick it? That was like, do you I punt could it like see a football? that happening in like, in a Nintendo game. <laughs> like old school Nintendo That's what game. Mario does to turtles. It's like, like in the, uh, I, this is going to be totally wrong. It's the uh, Dick Tracy. I was going to say Dick Van Dyke, but the Dick Tracy <laughs> the game. Dick Van Dyke the video Dick Van game. Dame, Dick Van Dyke video game on Nintendo. No, the Dick <laughs> Tracy video game where it's like, I could just see him like going into an alley and then this guy comes out and just throws a pit bull at him. And he's like, oh, oh and just keeps going. <laughs> that was the most intense chase scene ever. I think I screamed when Alarms. the dog came at him. I And I can maybe break down the trivia a little bit later of how they did all Oh, I'm excited it's, for that. But, <laughs> but I think I screamed. Yeah, what would you do? What would you do if someone threw a pit bull at you? Oh, I would have to put it down gently, you know, just because <laughs> I'm kind of an animal lover at heart. <laughs> So I would feel yeah. bad if I like punted somebody's pit bull across the yard. 
know, even if it was thrown at me. That was quick know, reflexes, too. I get it. He's angry, but I'd still have to let him down. Oh, I got to go, yeah. bud, but it's going to be good. I got to chase him. Yeah. yeah. President Reagan's but getting what's away, your man. Name? I go. Oh, but you're a good boy. Yes, you are. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Uh, you gotta kind of lay like the Mel Gibson lethal weapon thing on the dog. I, I, yeah, that's yeah. Yes. You have to eat dog biscuits too. I was biscuits, gonna you know? say, actually, to that point, that's what this movie felt like to me. It felt like if Endless Summer and Lethal Weapon had a baby, that's what this movie is. But that was if, probably the pitch, like in the meeting. When, <laughs> yes. when like, like oh, imagine what is this? Imagine if Martin Riggs fell in love with Gary Busey and Lethal Weapon. <laughs> but we're going to put Gary Busey in this movie, too. But as a good guy, he loves meatball subs. And who doesn't like the beach? And he loves Calvin and Hobbes. <laughs> I think he loves Calvin. Maybe it's it was Calvin Kathy. and Hobbes. Oh, no, you're right. Calvin. Calvin. It's Calvin. it's Calvin and Hobbes. Okay. Because I have a hot take about that. Let's let's head right into those. <laughs> Should we hit another? Hot. Hot takes. This is hot takes. This is our uh, strong opinion, conspiracy theories, anything that really stuck out to you or your, or any what the fuck moments. <laughs> Molly. Molly is <laughs> being so good and so patient. Uh, uh, Molly, let's start with yeah. you. I'd love to hear yours. You guys, Bodhi is a cult leader. <laughs> <sighs> what? Even Chris agrees. Yeah. I agree with that too. Yeah. That is my hot take, and thank you for agreeing. Yeah, no, I'm with you. 100%. Like, he is. I know. <laughs> there's, a, there's a fire eater in the house, at the house party. Like, there's, like, shit's going down. Like, this guy. and the moment oh that they're out there at night swimming in no, so they're surfing at night and night swimming. The night swimming, surfing. The um, night. When she points out to him, like you're not trying to do this, you're like doing, you know, you're in the, she, that was the moment that he like was in the cult of Bodhi. Mm -hmm. He like clicked over. That was the minute. Oh, took the Kool Aid. Yeah. Oh, for me, no. that was for me the part where he was like, I get it. <laughs> Wait a minute. There's gesturing happening over there. What? Honestly, I was agreeing. I think that's where I drank the Kool-Aid too at 11 years old when they were having that whole conversation about the fire and they were talking about the storm of the century and all that nonsense. You know, and I was like, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm there, man. Let me get some maps and ask my mom that maybe help me buy a surfboard so I can I can make this happen because I got to get to Bell's Beach, man. It kind of happened. But. Wow, Molly, you just opened up a whole other level of our relationship. Oh, can of worms. Wow. But it was wow. like, yeah. We're going to be talking about this for a while. For a while. It, We're getting into it. <laughs> wow. Ooh, my heart's beating really fast. Okay. <laughs> You're like, wow. now that I've gotten that, I can heal from just, that. <laughs> ooh, I can heal from that. I mean, it's just, yeah. Yeah. I also have to say that like, and this is something that I'll probably talk about in rants and raves a bit more, but uh, Patrick Swayze's character is, is so, I don't, I don't understand. Like, I, cause he'll be talking perfectly eloquently, totally fine. Amazing. And then just throws a bra in there just to make sure, Hey, remember I'm a beach bum. He'll be like, you know, shall I compare thee to a summer's day bra? Like <laughs> it's just, it comes out of 
fucking nowhere. And I don't understand. I need to know. But now it, it, it makes more sense. I was like, I need to know his backstory. It's like, oh, if he's a cult leader, he has to be eloquent. Like, mm. that's important. Mm. Uh, if I mean, he's waxing can, poetic. Yeah. Like, I don't know if he knew that he was a cult leader. You know, like, <laughs> I don't think he did. I don't think he did. But like the the behavior of his followers, his disciples, yes. his disciples. Yeah. Right. You're just like. This all makes sense now. Yes, <laughs> like, it does. It does. Yeah. Uh, my hot take uh, is about <laughs> Gary Busey, which I was thinking, okay, when we go to the bank robbery and we're like, okay, we're going to catch him. They're going to be in the act and we're going to catch him. And he's there being like, oh, <laughs> go get me a sandwich. Like two at, sandwiches. At two sandwiches. The man, all and, right, and we need to talk about his cholesterol levels because this man is not going to be alive for much longer but he's doing at first i was like oh my god that's a distraction he's in on it he knows what's going on and he found out about this and is getting a cut because he knew where they were he knew where to find them and so he gets a cut from some of their money but since he works for the police he perpetuates it just enough for people to be like, no, that's crazy, but let's, you know, well, we'll still go after him and keep him on the force. Mm. But he's like, we've gotten too close now. I need to distract Keanu Reeves. <laughs> go get me two subs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There were about 30 seconds where I was with you. I was, I was like, like, he's in on oh it. Oh my God, what a twist. He's in on it. What a twist. And then it's like, oh no, he's just an idiot. <laughs> no, he's, he's a dumb idiot. <laughs> he's really one he's of those two meatball hungry sandwiches. and stupid. Like it like a lot of men but you know? but that but that's the thing is is though then Mo- i like i talked to molly about this she's like yeah but he knew that it was the surfers he put that together i'm like right yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's He's, my conspiracy theory he was the smartest it. of them all <laughs> why was john c mcginley such an asshole <laughs> i was gonna say the same thing like he's playing like a stereotype just like yeah like hard ass like you're gonna make me mad and i won't want to be in your shoes when that happens like okay chief sorry you know like i I, that's how all chiefs are i get the or captain or whatever the fuck that's how i i get the archetype and why they're playing that in this cop cops and robbers movie i guess but cops and surfers they had no support system It, it they felt like vigilantes to me like they were it no, felt like to me, they were off on their own. Like Johnny Johnny Utah's deep undercover. But I love he, it's Johnny Utah. That's uh, the Johnny dumbest fucking name. Also, too. I love it's that all the best. surfers like Patrick Swayze's like you guys. It's Johnny fucking Utah. They're like what? <laughs> oh my god! I was shaking Whatever you need from me. <laughs> what are you doing? Here? I need to help you out with anything you want. Go Buckeyes! Like it was just out of <laughs> fucking nowhere. They all knew who he was. I'm sorry, no disrespect. We got a lot of history in like ten seconds. Yeah, it was. It was just <laughs> it was like oh, that's a Johnny. Utah. All of his backstory was just vomited into these 10 seconds. It also made no sense to me why he transferred from, you know, straight from Quantico to like the LA bank robber office like what, what? did they explain that at all like why he wanted I think that's possible that because like coming, <laughs> out, happen, of, right? coming out of school yeah that's like his first assignment so he would be assigned somewhere so like the transfer yeah i, I think makes no sense that's just like you need to go move right? back in with mom and dad for like six months yeah. let's see right. that movie get your life together you know, yeah like figure out what you want to do you're super good at shooting we know that like mm. you're awesome at target ranges 
what do you want to do? You know, I also, this is not a hot take or conspiracy theory or anything. Maybe it is. It's the guy that when they go do the drug bust, the guy that was like, I've been here for oh, three fucking months. Yeah. I've been here for so long. Do you think okay. my love, my wife likes my hair like this? Yeah. <laughs> Tom Sizemore. Yeah. I love I wanna, that. I wanted to see that guy's movie. Too. I want to see that guy's movie. Like, can we get a Show me about that guy? story. The guy that's pouring beer on his Cheerios. <laughs> also, the cross, the CrossFit woman who's showering and then beats the shit out of Johnny what Utah. The hell was I was like, that? <laughs> I'm just like they needed to throw boobs in there, and they're like, "Where can we do it? But right here, too. It, it." Yeah, I yelled whoa like four times yeah. when she just starts stabbing somebody. Like this naked woman is running she around the house stabbing for people. Broke for those guys, I was like, damn, she's a partner. Or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she was screaming at first, and then she just turned it on. Yeah, and I was like, right. whoa, yeah. she went impressed. from flight to fight. I don't know if you guys have ever, you know, showered at like Blink Fitness in New York City. Wait, but if you accidentally, wait. if you if you're in the shower, you accidentally grab someone's shampoo on accident, you get in a shower fight real fast so it's kind of like being on the beach and stealing somebody's wave exactly. exactly then anthony kiedis gets oh, in your but face naked. <laughs> but, but, but naked. like way worse when you're hot and naked not just cold and naked <laughs> what is it when you're in a wetsuit but no way you're naked no, under it i'm naked See, i was gonna say speaking to what you were just saying about Tom Sizemore in the kitchen, you know, eating Cheerios with beer. I don't know if this counts as a hot take or maybe more of a conspiracy or just a fact, right? The, yes, the man. fact that you eat Cheerios with beer. No, no, not even that. I was just gonna uh, hard say, like, Thank so you. They're rating. They're rating these potential, <laughs> you know, ex-president guy's house, but nobody bothered to like check their history of movements you know they just looked at their rap sheet and they go okay these guys fit the profile that sounds about let's, right let's raid their house have it written down <laughs> right here they are bad at being cops you are terrible <laughs> so, so bad. the detective bureau where, so bad at where, being cops why are you not liaising with other departments oh you have like God. like uh the the two the two of the seven dwarf guys well, who are just like the cops that they constantly shit on but they're the ones who are at the raid like waiting for johnny utah to guys, show up and they're like you're right. late to your own raid what here's the, fuck the thing is though they you? if you ever needed to get a brick out of a Cool. They would be ready to do it ready. blindfolded hey. and gagged. They could do it no problem. You're at a backyard barbecue. You someone trips the landscape. Yeah. Forget about like diving for rings in the pool. Throw a couple <laughs> bricks down there. That kids will love it. Could someone tell me what the point of that was? No. I should have looked that up. Gary Busey couldn't even tell you what the point of that was. <laughs> no. So we don't know. We don't. Three bricks coming out. And I think that was the best monologue in the whole movie was his <laughs> intro, like introduction to Angelo Pappas at the side of the pool fetching bricks. Great. Oh, or whatever. I love that you know his first of last I love it. That's amazing. <laughs> he knows the monologue. Don't, uh, you don't do? <laughs> Wait a minute. Can you no, do I don't a monologue? Know word for word. Oh, he's lying right no, now. I he's tried not, it last he's night, but I'm rushing. He knows it. <laughs> Can we hear him? Okay, oh wait, I got I, 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 I give you part of it. I'll give you Gary Busey's. Okay, no, all right, please, all right, please. yes. Yeah. All right, give you the beginning of it. All right. Okay, let's see. I'm okay. not an actor, so it's not even gonna better. Be right. Even better. You're probably <laughs> yeah. you're probably better than all yes. of us. 
Let me see how good I am. All right. Um, <clears throat> I've been in the field for over 22 years, and I've fired my piece in the line of duty over 19 times, and I still have no idea what a blind man fetching two bricks from the bottom of the pool has got to be, has got to do with being a special agent. Added to which indignity, I've been saddled up with this blue flamer Quantico cat, some quarterback punk, the Johnny Unitas or something. I heard the Gary Busey I cadence. I should have closed too. my eyes. <laughs> oh, my Lanta. I am, I am great. thoroughly impressed. Wow. Oh my god. Holy that's shit. like well the, done. Yeah, that's like the first line reading of the season, I feel like. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like that was great. That's like Never a right. favorite. That's like yeah, if you have a favorite line, well, you have a favorite monologue that you know that from so that. Good. That was solid. If you uh, want to know if that would work if I were an actor, if like I took that to an like all of my auditions, how that, a success rate yes. would be. If you go in with goggles, shorts, and a towel around your neck, <laughs> I bet the casting director will be like, oh my God, it's Gary Busey from Point Break. You, know, you need to make sure you You're wear his, like the fucking Rocco's Modern Life shirt that he wears. <laughs> what the hell was... Where I don't know he where he's getting this shirt? fucking shirt from. It literally this looks like... Purple. I looked up Rocco's Modern Life and I looked at Rocco's shirt, and I'm like, they're wearing the blue. same shirt. Polo? It's it, no, it's not a, it's not a polo. It's a t-shirt. It's isn't a t-shirt. It? Yeah, it's just a t-shirt. Like, why is he dressed like nine-year-old? Uh, to give the guy credit, though, he does pivot exactly when he needs to. He's like running down. He's like, oh my god, something's happening to Keanu. Hey, and then he comes it. and he sees that the other guy's with. He's like, hey, did you guys see it? Someone stole something out of my car. I love it. Like I was like, oh. And then he does the lost dog. That is dog. so groundlings of you. He does the lost dog before the terrible raid. Right. And the naked CrossFit woman. He's oh, he's looking for Scooby. I he's love looking yes. for Scooby. 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 Yes. <laughs> he keeps the door open for so long I because he's so invested on even finding Even though his dog. he's not a good cop, that's why they keep him. Because he is great at storytelling. <laughs> he is... He can play any part. He is. He's terrible at his job, but God damn it, does he tell me? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. God damn it, do I respect you? <laughs> exactly. Uh, and with that, I feel like that's a great bridge into trivia. Into trivia. <laughs> and part of me wanted to make trivia almost like a Q and A directly to Chris. I kind of like, love that. Turning questions, <laughs> turning statements into questions, answer. just to see if you know the answers. So I might try that on a few of these. So uh, okay. Chris, I just ask that you go with me, and if you don't know, that's fine. But this is everything that I compiled in my research over the last few days. I'm really excited. So let's cue that trivia music. Here we go. Rolling Stone referred to this movie as a quote, wet western. What? Citing the physical a wet western, citing the physical condition of both of the male leads, which we talked about a little bit about this budding romance and how it's all sinewy and like I never said sinewy. I said sinewy. You said sinewy. I said Frodo and Sam. Uh Mythbusters. Sign me up. Yeah. Mythbusters took this movie on for for this a very so for a happy. very specific scene. And Chris, I'm wondering if you know which scene they did myth, this Mythbusters episode on specifically. Oh man, oh, I think I know you totally you totally Joy. talked about it last night. I did. <laughs> I bet it's Is one it of the, it's one the, of the parachute it, jumps. Oh, not that. 
Oh, is it? Oh, wait, is it? Uh, when he, when the, yeah, sorry, when Keanu Reeves jumps out the plane, fuck it, jumps out after Swayze with no shoot. That's the one. That's the one. And they what? And that? what does Swayze say before he rolls backwards out of the plane? What okay, so last night we were debating on that because <laughs> I know he says you want me so bad it tastes like acid in your mouth, and Mia thought that it said. Duh. I mean, <laughs> it tastes like ass in your mouth. Well, I know you can't taste my ass so bad. Like, ass in your mouth. Well, that's, Either one would fit, right? Like, that is a level. Given what these two... <laughs> I know you can taste my ass in your mouth so bad. Wait, what? <laughs> that's what I do when I leave the subway car. <laughs> <laughs> so Mythbusters specifically, they uh, they Mythbusted the parachute scene. No, you cannot have a conversation in midair while <laughs> plummeting. I don't know how fast they were going. But uh, long like story short, you cannot have a conversation faster in midair than 25 like miles an hour. Uh, you cannot free fall for 90 seconds and pull your chute and be okay. But you can bullet your body to catch up with someone if you don't have a parachute. Really? Yeah. So they busted two out of three, but then one of them was like, oh, no, you can actually you know, contort your body to where you can catch up with someone. If you accidentally ever jump Jeez. out of a plane with no parachute, or your just chute know, isn't working. just turn your body into a bullet and just go to the nearest person <laughs> or find your buddy to you. Yeah. Buddy up for safety. <laughs> and then hopefully you'll survive. Uh, in 1986, before the movie was made, five years before the movie was made, the slated actors for the leads were <gasps> Matthew Broderick and Johnny Ooh. Depp, which Ew. would have been a little... What? I just put Ferris Bueller next to you know Captain Jack. I'm Perot. just thinking of him in election. <laughs> right. <laughs> and Matthew Broderick in election. I Charlie mean, Sheen. Yes. Oh. I also had Charlie Sheen and and Val Kilmer <laughs> as that, well. I'm here for that. As well as Willem Dafoe. I bet Willem Dafoe was up for Gary Busey's role. <laughs> Yeah. That also Mom makes Defoe sense. would not have fit in either one's book. I could actually see Val Kilmer and Charlie Sheen, Charlie Sheen taking on Johnny Utah and Val yes. Kilmer playing uh, Bodie's role. I, I think that that would have been really interesting. And with Ridley Scott originally directing the movie, which I think would have been very different. Very different. Very, very yeah. different take than very Catherine Bigelow. Um, I also wrote down surfing! Exclamation point. Swayze had surfed a few times. Reeds had never surfed. And Lori Petty had never been in the ocean in her life. <laughs> Swayze surfed most of his scenes. I think he did 85% of his scenes, but he cracked four ribs in the process. But he actually did Stern most. Yeah. And the sternum? Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, no. But the, I will say the the... The cinematography, especially during the surfing segments, is so. There were so cool. many times during this movie, you were like, "I, I love this cinematography. Yeah. I love this." And shot. you can actually see their faces, like. It, and again, Swayze did most of his own surfing, which I, which I really admired. Um, Swayze also did all of his own skydiving. Chris, do you know how many jumps he made beforehand? Total. Total. Uh, uh, I'm gonna say three. Fifty-five. Fifty-five. <laughs> <laughs> This is what he did between scenes. Like he loved it so much. Like if he wasn't on the call sheet for that day, he would be out skydiving and he wouldn't tell anybody because the insurance people didn't want him to fucking do it. But he just kept it on the DL. So if he wasn't on the call sheet that day, he just went skydiving. Jumped 55 times. That's awesome. He just took to it. Yeah. Like, uh, uh. 
Yeah, just take to it, no problem. But also Reeves, uh, Keanu, Reeves Keanu Reeves took up surfing as a hobby after this movie. That makes sense. So much. That makes sense. Um, and we talked about this. The Australia scenes were actually shot at the Ecola State Park in Cannon Beach, Oregon. For what? All of the Oregonians. On but didn't podcast. you hear all the Australian accents? <laughs> Megan, I have a couple of pieces of trivia for you that will probably piss you off. The Karate Kid comes oh, back no. into this podcast. Me- uh, uh, it should be said that Megan hated the karate kid i did the original the yes. og I, oh she loved well, rocky though even though i love rocky even though they're the same movie um, karate kid um, made me same. i've grown to respect karate kid i still have issues is that because bridge. we've watched all of cobra kai that is exactly why <laughs> and cobra kai is a guilty pleasure yes <laughs> um where they the the scene where they're playing the football game on the beach yes is the same exact spot where they, where they did the soccer game, the soccer game in the Karate Kid. Neat. And then bikers show up, and then we also uh, have fucking karate. Let's throw in fourteen other sports. All sports happen on the beach. But Elizabeth Shue's boombox gets broken, so that's dramatic. That, yes. See, that's why beach is sports. No creativity. Nothing. Another no one. They also reused like three shots in that beach football game. If you watch closely, all they did was turn it into a medium close up. A wide shot and then a close-up. Did they really? Hey, nice. hey, it's it's a night shoot. People are tired. Like, let's just get the fuck out of here. It's, right? it's cold. It's cold. The sun's down. And Megan, this, this other pieces for you. Elizabeth Berkeley, Nomi Malone herself had a scene in this movie, <gasps> but it was cut. Oh no! Elizabeth Berkeley from Showgirls had a scene in this movie. Oh babe, but it was cut. we it made a vow that if we ever got to a point where we could give Nomi Malone, Elizabeth Berkeley, a role that we would do it because God damn it, if Showgirls didn't totally ruin her She's career. doing fine now. She's back on Saved by the Bell. She's back on Saved by the Bell. She she's can only great. do Saved by the Bell or Showgirls. That's, That's right. it. But she's still getting residuals. Or like she's, the one uh, time she was fine. on New Girl. She's fine. She's fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I need to watch Showgirls some, again. Uh, some fun facts. The word fuck is used 105 times in this movie. Wow, fuck me. Uh, the movie was originally going to be about skateboarding in the original draft. All of the presidents are killed or caught in the order in which they served in office. Mind blown. Which, I don't know if you guys knew that. Um, and also, just a fun technical <laughs> fact. from Mia's face, no. <laughs> like, no. Uh, the foot chase scenes were shot with an 18-pound, 35-millimeter camera. It was handheld, and it had a gyro stabilizer borrowed from a Steadicam for, for the framing. The DP used a piece of looped wire over the top so he would have a general idea of where the frame would be. And that's how they uh, showed a fake dog that was punted by Johnny Utah. Thank you. I think that's important. And that's trivia. Unless Chris, unless Chris, Chris or Molly. Have, uh, Chris or Molly, do you guys have anything that I may have missed? Anything you guys want to add? Because I feel like, Chris, especially you're the expert here. So if I missed anything, don't uh, maybe my, Most of my trivia stuff, or not maybe trivia, would probably be stuff that would count as goops. Goops. Okay. Yeah. You know, so like the surfing, for example, if you watch the surfing, uh, all of the Patrick Swayze shots where he's not surfing, which is done by Matt Archibald, mm-hmm. they actually screwed up the shots. And you can tell in some of them uh, when Johnny Utah first sees Bodie on the beach and he's he's standing uh, in front of Lori Petty in that over the shoulder shot and he's looking to his left. Now, Bodie, when he first sees him, is surfing on a right hand wave toward him, which oh. makes sense. But oh. 
then in a few other shots, he's actually surfing the opposite way where Keanu Reeves would not be able to see him at all. The world turned upside down. <laughs> but the audience is like, wow. But then also in other scenes, Bodhi serves goofy foot, which means he's right it's foot forward. Foot. And oh, the yeah, right man who serves for him is a regular footer of surfing left foot forwards. So it's kind of frustrating when you're really paying attention. <laughs> like, I do. <laughs> wow. Fail. Fail. Seriously. Stop man. Actor. Stop the, man. The, the, actor. Sucks. Actor. Sucks. <laughs> Terrible. He does yeah. this the whole movie. He's like, stop man. There he is. I know that guy. I I should also mention that this movie got a little bit lost in translation Catherine Bigelow directed this movie she was married to James Cameron at the time James Cameron had a little movie called Terminator 2 which came out I think I've heard I believe the same weekend or the weekend also reviewed that we have also reviewed Terminator 2 which is in my opinion actually the best that is where the original plot in 60 seconds came from Oh, that's right. Because I'd never seen and still have not seen the first Terminator. And I was like, I feel like I should have seen this by now. Uh, should we even be watching Terminator 2? And it's like, yeah, it's fine. I was like, okay, give me the plot of Terminator 1 in 60 seconds. And that's in that's, right. that's in that episode. That's that. the first one. I remember the one piece of trivia I have. Well, like the whole time during that chase, right? The longest foot chase in history. Uh, that's not the piece of yeah. trivia. That's just me where saying people that. Are, where people catch on fire and punt dogs. Yeah. Um, supposed to stop drop and roll not run run president um patrick swayze was off shooting another movie at that point and so that was his stunt double the whole time Mm -hmm. which most people most people would guess that i had no idea because the whole time i'm watching it i'm like unmask him you idiot and you can't like when they're rolling around like in the fire you can't because it's the stunt double right that would be great if he didn't wait who are you (laughs) yeah right like i was wrong Wrong guy, sorry. Wrong guy. Um, but yeah, it's so that was the stunt double, and it was a very long foot chase. Do you <laughs> remember that? seeing that guy running for that that distance, like that extensive of a shoot with a mask, eye holes? Oh that's god, could not breathe. So like, ran through water and jumped over in like LA sunshine too. Also, yes. too, I think MythBusters yeah, did something it. about uh, the gasoline because you can't actually make. You oh, that's right. The gasoline blowtorch. The gasoline blowtorch. That's not a thing that happens. You can't do that. Yeah. And even if you did like turn it on, it would just dribble, dribble out. It wouldn't be like. Pfft. Oh, that damn it. That's a conspiracy theory I had. Damn what? it. Did anyone just get. All right. Seeing that wow. scene. Sorry. We're, we're going back a little. So a <laughs> l- little bit of a, a conspiracy theory. Uh, so uh, for that scene. When Reagan is like blowtorching the car, did anyone just get some weird sociopolitical messaging out of that? Like Iranian missile no. sales, Oliver North, any of that kind of shit? No, was no. that just there me? There was like okay. a weird, there was like a, I, I couldn't quite put my finger on what it was, but it's like the shot. It the, was like there, right? Close up shot in like slow motion that there's like some sort of, it feels like, like you said, there's some sort of- Reagan has a blowtorch and he's torching this car. This is like you calling very... out on crazy rich Asians about flight of the Valkyrie. Like this is stuff that I would not have thought about <laughs> of the helicopters going in to oh, fly the, the Valkyrie. For the, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. 
This is just stuff I catch. I it I felt it. I it I didn't know if anyone else did. If it's just me, that's fine. Well, what I felt from that scene was like him because they were like, "Come on, come on, come on, let's go," and it was the start of feeling that Bodie also had this like thing for Johnny Utah because he was like, "I'm waiting for him." That's what I got. <laughs> I'm that I'm was lighting that's the what candles. I got. And so he was like, "But I'm just gonna. I don't want to like get away." He like didn't want to like get away huh no, that's what i felt i was like he is deliberately taking he forever to give he his boyfriend to jump through the flames and tackle him yeah, give that fire with me. jump through the fire with me the fire. Let's, Thomas, let's, wow. let's dip right into wow. it wow uh, that's well, what i got jesus okay a little a little <laughs> right turn back into conspiracy theories but right back on track just like we're doing we're surfing this way and now we're surfing that, the other so way <laughs> sometimes we're surfing left and now sometimes we're hey, right. waves are unpredictable it's not like there's one point on the beach that you can locate and know where where waves are coming from it's impossible that's not a thing that exists in nature so now we come to our final thoughts megan here's the thing this is the thing here's the thing if you are not a person that is into excess explosions and excess violence, I feel like the second half of this movie will make you do what I did, which is grab the side of your head. It's just there is so much happening. And I didn't ever write down what is happening in this movie. I wrote a, a lot of other things, but... I feel like this might be one of those movies where it's like it's it would be a kind of trigger warning if you have any issue. I guess I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. It's just it it rubbed me the wrong fucking way. And I did it made me angry and I don't know why. I it and I got mad at the corpse flying through the air. I got mad at the whole thing at the end where he's like, I finally found you. It's like, yeah, fuck yeah. It was just, it was all yeah, I'll I'll let you go, sir. It was a bunch of it was just a bunch of dick energy. It was a BDE movie. Sure. And I I did not feel that BDE. That big PBDE. So I wouldn't, I don't know if I would give this a wow. I probably, which is a worth one watch if you have not listened to our first podcast of this season. But I, no, I'm sorry. No, I probably wouldn't want to. Okay. I would not recommend watching it. I'm so sorry, Chris. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's, a, it's very, that's fair. You know, I, I was going to say, if you, if you, if you uh, watched this movie, you know, I could agree with what you said about the whole excess thing. I was going to suggest Showgirls and then not the Point Break reboot. <laughs> but. <laughs> Because <laughs> Showgirls uh, is good so to look watch at. So watch Showgirls instead of the remake. Yeah. <laughs> if you're gonna watch the remake of Point Break, watch, just watch Showgirls, Showgirls instead. <laughs> <laughs> That's good advice. Okay. That's good advice. Okay. Uh, Mia, Mia, final is this, thoughts. Is this final thoughts would, would worth you, a watch? Would you recommend this movie? Do I have a choice? I think we I mean, you can, I know. It's tough, right. Right, not to put I, I don't I, I have issues with karate kid and we still make it work. So if you want Chris to leave the room while you give your opinion, it's fine. <laughs> you come back. It's like the Catholic confessional. It's like the little <laughs> thing that you kneel on then a light goes on. There's someone in here, don't go in. Okay. Truth be told, there's a lot of movies I wouldn't watch if Chris weren't around. <laughs> 
Same. I have a very strange list of films. That's why. Same. I I feel better for it though. I I'm a I'm a, I'm a um, casual attender of the Church of um, Bad Movies, uh, and and I think you know as a filmmaker, as a as an actor, I mm-hmm. am appreciative of seeing what works and what doesn't. Um, mm. You know, like if you can look at a movie and say like, that was cool, but what the fuck is that? And why did, why didn't they, like, why didn't they think I was going to figure that out or like right. ask this question? <laughs> um, you know, I feel like that's that, like having the opportunity to, to dive down those roads <laughs> makes you better at what you do. So right. I think, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like, that it is a movie about uh, living an, an abnormal life. And mm. like, even though yeah. it's, it's, um, it's about, you know, like their approaches uh, robbing banks. <laughs> yeah. I, I dig it. I don't know. I, I think uh, the more you can go against the grain, the more you can like find your own path and do your own thing, the, the better you are. So find your yeah. grail. Right on. Yeah. Right on. I'm down. Molly. Oh, wait, no, wait. Let's hear Chris. Oh, me? Um, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> if it's a no, it's fine. Oh, no, that's a definitely yes. That's a definitely yes for me. I want to show you his uh, tattoo on his back. It's like <gasps> no. no <really>. <laughs> <laughs> wait, well, you don't have to show, but what is on the back? What is? <laughs> it's definitely not Swayze, but there's a bunch of there's some stars and some other Hawaiian stuff that's on oh, the back. All surfing related. Surfing tattoos. Like surfing. Related. Uh, I love it. Um, yes. But yeah, I would recommend this film uh, highly. <laughs> you would also recommend whoever rebooted this film to go straight to jail. <laughs> right. We could do a whole dislike show on my reasoning for that too. Like I could probably <laughs> talk for an hour just it's about. It's really that. only because he wanted to do it. <laughs> Right. That was like my one. So I had several films that like, you know, for me when I was younger, I was like, if I'm ever going to become a filmmaker, these are the films I would want to you know, not emulate or remake. But if I had the opportunity because I started seeing things being rebooted, yeah, I was like, there's three or four films that they need to call me for. Point Break was one of them. They called the wrong guy for that. And as well, I don't think that guy's made any movies since. Because he's, he's in movie director jail right now. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's a shame. Uh, Damn but anyway, overall, yeah, I would recommend the movie. Uh, for mm-hmm. me, it was definitely in a really strange way. It kind of set the tone or set the bar for me to try out new things. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, there are things in the movie that I constantly question, and I'm like, why? Why would they do that? You know, come on, Catherine Bigelow, you're just. I know she was like, you know, up and coming at that point, but you know, yeah, I gotta say, watch it, learn from it. Uh, like Mia said, you know, even even the bad movies you gotta watch because true. And I have a list of bad movies that she has walked out of the room because <laughs> she's like, what the hell are you watching? <laughs> Nobody got time for that. I love, I love that. Burlesque was one of those. <laughs> I love that. Burlesque was one of those for me, for sure. Yes. Wow. Molly. Um, surprisingly, I would say watch it. I told you. Uh, <laughs> okay. I told you. Um, 
I went into it knowing that it was like I I read that like one sentence Wikipedia line and I was like, okay, surfing and robbers. I get it. Like I went in knowing what to expect. And I just kept like really appreciating the like newness of all the actors that we all know now. Mm -hmm. We all now know so well. Like you could just tell like they were also not Swayze. He had already done Ghost and was like a huge star at that point. And Busey. But like it it still felt like they were also like new and fresh um, because they're old now. I don't know. So um, (laughs) that was like fun. And I will say that I it took a turn and I hated the last third of the movie. And if you just want to stop it after the bank robbery with the two meatball subs and just pretend (laughs) like he got the bad guy and then the movie's only an hour and a half and then it's over it's so good (laughs) so good or even too just like he could shoot the gun in the air and the guy gets away and that's the end that could be yeah it was that's it it was like really it was like they were trying to be funny and i don't know if this was like a part of the time but it was like every time they could throw in something to make you chuckle a little bit right they did and that i think really threw us all off yeah of that first time when yeah we get into the van and we're gonna murder your girlfriend and like (laughs) and when he when everyone at the bank robbery just gets shot like it totally oh my god yeah, yeah. I mean, how many times do we have to say you kill the cop like yeah so many times Cops so just punched. yeah watch actually watch until the dog gets punted and then that's a good cutoff spot he fires his gun in the air yeah that's it just yeah. pretend like he gets caught and all the bad guys are caught and then you're like we don't need to yeah see him because also <laughs> Keanu Reeves was clear, or Johnny Utah um, was clearly still in the cult because he let him go s- die in Bless. the. Yes, yes, no, I didn't. And that I was something I didn't. It. I didn't. Oh, wait, it. there were like cliffs on both sides. You know, he wasn't going to paddle in New Zealand. No, anymore. I know. <laughs> it doesn't matter because. I'm not going to paddle in New Zealand, the, man. The inner person in me was like, don't let him fucking do it. Do you know how much like, that would kill him it. to sit in a jail cell and be like, I almost could have done it and then I couldn't do it? Instead, he gets to just don't go die. Oh, yeah, wouldn't he, he have die. gone to like jail for being an accessory to like Rants escape? And Rage, guys. I, yes, I know. True. I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. You're Anyways, right. Anyways, watch you. it. Bring the temperature I, back I down. I somehow <laughs> liked it, <laughs> and I would recommend it. Wow. That's amazing. Wow. Ben Ronda. I would recommend it. if you love Gary Busey. Also, you guys should go back in time to 19. I'm gonna say somewhere between 75 and 77, and watch the movie Big Wednesday by John Milius. Mm. Big Wednesday. It's a surfing movie. Oh. And Gary Ducey is surfing in the movie. He's oh. a wild, wild man. But uh Oh, just in that movie? Just in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> no. The man the man is currently doing a show called uh Pet Court, I think. It's a fake it's a fake reality TV show. I'm Our friend sure Katie, Katie Michaels, Michaels was, was on, on it. it. Yeah. Wow. Oh, it's very funny. Yeah. It is very funny. We've seen it. It's good. <laughs> Have you, ever got, have you guys ever seen him on Entourage? He also, he's kind of, I mean, he plays himself, which is like, he's so far gone now, or has oh, been. Yeah. That was like 10 years ago. Yeah. I don't know where he is now in his Bless mind. Him. <laughs> yeah. 
This is what happens when you get into a car accident and don't take care of your mental health. I don't know. Yeah, the guy, he's he's clearly been through a lot, but he's he's still working and I think he's still having fun. Uh, so. if, if, it, if it makes you happy and That's doesn't right. hurt others, just keep it to yourself. I don't. <laughs> Anyways, Ben, round us out, babe. This movie to me is like a time capsule. I have to I have to take a step back and look at when this movie was released and what was going on. Do you guys remember the introduction of just extreme sports? Yes. This is when this Freaking movie came Sean out. Sean White. Everything from skateboarding. Yep. Uh, like uh, the, 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 the Winter X Games, I think, came out in the early 90s, maybe late 80s. So this movie, to me, is just a testament to those kinds of things. I'm sure skydiving and surfing went up in popularity 10,000% after this movie came out. Yes. So I feel like this movie is kind of a testament to the time that it was made in. Patrick Swayze's fucking awesome in this movie. Keanu Reeves, who's 25, is also... Did Rocket just <laughs> stick his head in the corner? Rocket just stuck his he doesn't care for what I'm saying. He's stuck his face in between the pillows. He's so like, frustrated. He's like, this, stop it. Just make it stop. I agree with Molly. Like, it's so cool to see, you know, these people that we now know as, as stars. And even though Swayze, unfortunately, is no longer with us, I feel like Keanu Reeves has has developed into something so much more than than who he was when he made this movie 30 years ago, which is insane. I remember watching the opening scene where he's shooting all these targets. I'm like, oh no, he can do that in real life now. Like uh, he could be an assassin because if you haven't seen the John Wick movies, he's yeah, he's amazing. I would say watch it because again, it's it's a it's a testament to the time that it was made. Catherine Bigelow is an amazing director. Um, Her style is very similar to James Cameron's action movies, which I really enjoy. Um, To me, this movie was a lot of fun. Act three is severely flawed. But I'm gonna say it's flawed. I'm gonna say it's flawed. It's uh, it's got problems. Um, yeah, <laughs> catch a dog, punt a dog, watch it. Immediately, I went to like uh, teach a man to fish, but it was like <laughs> you know, if you teach a man a... to catch a dog, but if you teach a man to punt a dog, <laughs> he'll survive the foot chase. <laughs> exactly. Oh my gosh. Yeah, watch it. It's fun. Um, so folks, uh, be sure to uh, stay tuned, or if you have not subscribed to our rants and raves level, do so because we, I think we've got some strong feelings that we still have yet to get into. To you know, we gotta yeah. we gotta dig into that, and we're gonna do that in rants and raves here in just a second, but. Before we do so, um, Mia, Chris, is there anything that we can plug for you that our listeners should uh, check out before we bid adieu? Oh, thanks. Uh, well, it was so awesome to hang out with you guys today mm-hmm. and see your yeah, lovely sure. faces. Thank you, Zoom. I mean, I'm not plugging <laughs> Zoom, but yes. we appreciate you. Um, thanks, Zoom. Yeah, you know, we are. we got some really cool news last week. Last week? Last week. We'll just call it last week. <laughs> Um, we are finalists in our, in the screen craft, uh, filmmaker fund grant that we applied for our film waiting for oh the my God. that we wrote, yes. um, mostly Chris wrote and I came in for revisions later in the year, hopefully this close to getting funding for oh our gosh. feature film. Um, Yay! that's amazing. 
that's really exciting. That's our, that's our big, our big, like, you know, we feel like we're really close. So oh you know, if not that one, then it'll be the next one. And, um, <clears throat> we would love all of your, uh, positives and, yes. uh, oh Bodhi energy. Give us your cold vibes <laughs> there. Yeah, that Bodhi energy. You need it babies. So, feels, um, feels like the storm of the century, man. We'll be there. I know where I'm going to be. Yeah. <laughs> there on the Oregon coast it is Australia uh, yeah so that's our that's our big one I think and what was your social media handle again it is at underscore a light films a light films okay yep. wonderful yep. Well, come hang out with us check out our stuff we're nice and moody but also cool <laughs> you know yeah we're nice moody. and moody moody i uh, thought it was moody. we're nice and nudie i bet you can taste my ass well, in your mouth right now wait. <laughs> you need to you need to pay for our patreon to get that level oh, okay uh, got right it on. got Fair. it got yeah. it Fair. well thank you so much you guys yeah. for for coming on we so loved having you and thank you for picking this movie it is so rare we get a legitimate expert on a very specific movie so so great chris specifically thank you mia of course thank you so much for being here we loved having you guys and uh yeah be sure to uh like subscribe share and uh let people know about this this little podcast called so i married cinephile yeah it's fun it's fun. Good times. Good times. All right. Well, uh, thanks so much. And uh, be sure to tune in for our next episode. Bye. Bye. So I Married a Cinephile is hosted by Benjamin Farmer and Megan Carver. It is produced by Molly McCarthy with original music by Tom McGovern. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Simac Podcast. And you can find us on Patreon at patreon.com backslash Simac Podcast. Subscribe today and help out all of the artists that make this podcast happen. I married, I married a cinephile